run at it shouting. Dooski says, run at it shouting. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Lauren, to begin with, I'd love to know how you, well, came to be a casting director. What was your journey into this? Oh, um, I came out of university thinking, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? I've just done three years in a course that I really hated. It was arts management. Everyone thought I was studying arts management. And I was like, oh God, what do I do now? And then this drama school that I went to when I was younger, they had um, an agency attached and um, they were really new. And he said, do you want to come and do some work experience? It's called Mark German Management, based in Swansea. So I got a job there. And I think it was actually my final year. I did like a work placement. And then I went to work for him because I thought, I know him. I'm interested in the business. It's sort of there waiting for me, like on a plate. So I did that. And then, um, and then as I was doing that, I was thinking, I'm speaking to casting offices all day, every day, thinking, oh, that looks really cool and really creative and I think I want to do that so I sent hard copy letters to everyone in the contact handbook which is basically all casting directors and I had one response from Kate Dowd who took me on as an intern and then from there got recommended to Nina so I went to work for Nina for six years and then I left to have a baby and then I got offered sex education because I'd worked with 11 film on like a table read and then here we are season three about to come out this week which is yeah really cool fantastic well that's me so i've got really bunny nose it's not covid <laughs> it's not covid <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> all right then thank you for that when, when does season three come out this friday this friday this friday wow, 17th binge it all please we saw episode one last night and it's really good fantastic yeah. oh that's awesome all right well i'll open it up if, if that's all right laura yes um, please do so let's go to kaya Thank you. Hi, how are you? Hello, good, how are you? Good, yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. Good. Um, it's just a quick one, really. What would you say the best way to get under your radar is? Because if there's a producer that's worked with you who's saying contact you and email you, what's the best way to do that? To be like, Is John is Jennings telling you to contact me? <laughs> yeah. Is he? I knew he would be. JJ <laughs> <laughs> won't stop for <laughs> I'd say just drop me a line and say John has sent me a message. I'll be like, cool, great, okay. Because JJ will I'm also... really right now. <laughs> JJ will also message me saying I've told someone to send you an email to keep an eye out for it. So just do exactly that. Right, That's okay. It. Yeah, do you want me to Don't tell you what I've been Okay, fine. I work because he yeah. did he's told me a few times. So. Oh yeah, do it and tell okay. me what you've been up to and attach your headshot or put a link to your spotlight or whatever you've got really. Stick it all in one email so that I've got it all there to refer to and then yeah, with it across. Okay, Dirk, thank you. That is so Great. funny that you knew exactly who it Oh, was. of course. <laughs> I know that man too well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um Harvey. I'm muted. I'm using now. Good. Hello. Hello. Hello, Lauren. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Oh, brilliant. And thank you so much for um, giving up an hour of your time nice to do this. this. It's, it's really exciting. exciting. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Ah, brilliant. And and if I may say so, I'm so excited for Friday. I can't wait for Series 3. I'm such a big fan of the show. And uh, oh, yeah. So I've got a question that actually kind of relates to, it was uh, Kaya, wasn't it? That, that's the name, kind of relates to what Kaya said. Um, well, it sort, sort of relates to it. So my question is, I know that um, uh, I've talked to some casting directors and I wanted to know, do casting directors have like sort of friendships or relationships with certain agencies? I mean, like, do they have like, oh, well, I can trust this agency because I know they can bring out good clients before uh but i just wanted to know for example what would be your reaction to to an agency giving you a submission for a role but it's an agency that you don't know but how would you react to something like that um are you think are you thinking i don't know them because they're brand new 
yeah, brand new or just someone that you haven't um, necessarily heard of before? Well, uh, you'd be surprised at the amount of agents I speak to, the, the different agencies I speak to, because I don't have tailored lists for agencies. Okay. I don't, I don't pick and choose who I go to for certain things. It goes to everyone. Okay. Um, so it's completely open to everyone, which is which is sort of difficult in itself when it comes to sifting through all the different suggestions because okay. there's, there's sort of no filter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never want to do myself a disservice by limiting who gets suggested because I don't know okay. who I'm going to miss because I don't know every actor in the UK. Um, so it's up to the, the agents as well to say, I've got this really great actor when you, hello, blah, blah, blah. A lot of new agencies email me, say, can you put me on your list? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm always open to anyone basically suggesting someone that they think are right for a part that I'm casting. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not sure if that was a dumb question or I do apologize, but- uh... Not at all. Cause a lot, of, a lot of offices have tailored lists for certain roles and stuff, but I just don't. I wondered, uh, for, <laughs> sorry, I wondered, if, I wondered if that happens or not, but no, thank you so much, uh, Lauren Evans. It's an honor. Thank you very much. Mary. Thank you so much. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Hello. Oh, thanks for allowing too. me to ask you a question. Hope you're well. Okay. I know you're well apart from your my, yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm not sure if mine's a bit of a deep one, really. So I'm just really interested on your um, thoughts process, if it actually affects your casting when you're casting people. So I've had quite a lot of life experience with stuff that's happened. And when I watch actors, what stimulates me and what moves me, it's not always a technical thing. It's, it's believability, it's relatability, it's connection, it's, you know, sometimes I can tell when someone's maybe ad-libbing and I just love that, I just love that spontaneity. That's what it entices me, but I know we're not all the same and I know this is an industry where we are tools and here to um, make money in a way, <laughs> you know, that's what, it, that's, that's what it is really for everybody involved. So in a long-winded way, what I'm really trying to ask you is, do people's life stories interest you in your job? Or is it literally a case of, okay, I don't need to know anything about Mary's life. It doesn't really interest me. Can she do this job? Can she play this character? You know, I always bring who I am to my roles. I can't not, it's, it's just, I can't, you know, I wish I could change it maybe, but I can't, you know, anything, it's part of me, but does that interest you? Or is that just, you know, doesn't matter. I hope that no, makes sense. No, of course. Well, I think, Thank you. I think that's what actors do. They draw on their experiences, don't they, for, for these roles. And you get a sense of that. And I think when, whenever I tend to... I'm really terrible at this job because I can't usually verbalise to producers and directors why I like someone. But I get a feeling. And then and it's, it's an instinct from, like, I can sense that they have been through this is coming from a very deep and sincere place and sincerity and authenticity is really important to me. Um, so I, I tend to cast people who I feel are really right for the part and whether that's because they've lived that life um, or they're drawing from personal experience, I think is hugely important. And if, anybody, if an actor wants to come in and share that with me, then of course, I'm totally open to it. I would never be like, I'm not interested in your story. That That's what I was wondering, I mean, does it put you off? I tend to quite, no, you know, something no, like that. that you that... have, to, you have yeah. to be yourself. And that's the thing that what I find is, is sometimes a bit strange when actors come in and they don't show any sides of their personality and it's all about the job. And you think, well, oh, come on, we're all bloody just human. You know, you might have come late on the tube. I've come late because my daughter's been sick. No, no, no. You know, life is bloody life. And especially we should know that now after the last 18 months, that there is more to talk about than yeah. the casting, if that makes sense. Because also we've got a walk from the foyer, up the stairs, across the hallway, into the room. And don't want it just to be about the scene. Yeah. You know, I like yeah. to know about people as well which is why I'm finding self-tape hard because I'm not getting enough of a sense of the actor and what they're like okay so yeah. don't shy away from who you are and what's oh, no. brilliant no that's that's a brilliant perfectly answered so thank you oh, so much great. for your time thank, thank you Terry. hi yes 
Um, thank you for doing this, Lauren. Um, no I've got a quick question. I'm going to be uh, graduating at the end of the month from drama school, um, which okay. is really exciting. Mm. Um, and I'm a disabled and hard of hearing actor. And I was just wondering what your advice would be as someone who's coming out like into the industry um, from an underrepresented background. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a crazy industry. I would say don't shy away from what you need, especially in terms of you know accessibility with castings, because we certainly need more educated, more informing. And I think that needs to be across the industry, whether it's casting studios, producers, writers, you know, we all need to know what we need to do and prepare. There's things coming into place now, for example, even just the um the guidelines that came out the other day about the self-tape and how now you get no less than three days to turn things around, where actually we can't set up sessions now and say, okay, you've got overnight to do it. So we've got time now to get whether you need someone in um, to sign or you need anyone needs a translator in or we need to find a, a certain venue. It, it's just, we've always been banging the drum where we need more time and actors need more time because believe it or not, we are on your side. Yeah. And believe it or not, we need you probably more than you need us because we want to bring in 20 people and 20 people to do such a good job that you send them across saying well aren't I good at my job I've got 20 people in and aren't they fantastic we're not trying to trip you up yeah it's just the the sort of you know the the wider scope of everyone now saying okay no we understand now that if you want to reach underrepresented groups for whatever reason you need more time to facilitate this that so don't shy away from it yeah um yeah and tell us what it is that you need but it it was a funny time but things are starting to build up as well so where it was a little quieter it's starting to get quite busy so it's an exciting time as well to come out of drama school yeah it, it really does feel like that but um just going on from that is it useful for you as an office for an actor or an agent to send on the access needs of a, yes. before like doing the audition especially in person and like I know on zoom for example I need captioning on zoom when doing a online audition is it just stuff like that just helps you absolutely yes we certainly need all that um up front on that if you know if you are represented make sure that your agent sends it every time you know you're submitted just because you know why not it should be there we all need to see what it is and we need to know what we need to provide because we can't just rock up with a camera and be like okay I mean you know this is not the 90s so yes shout it from the rooftops what you need and you know try and get your CV and headshot out to every office to say I'm coming out really soon what have you got for me yeah Brilliant. Thank you so much. Just a very naughty extra question. Are you comfortable um, with self-tapes from workshops that you've done just to be sent in as an example of your work or would you prefer showreel material? Do you know what? I don't prefer either, I'll be honest. But this is me only. Uh Um, I would actually prefer if you don't have anything to give you material that I've feel you're suited for and then give you a chance doing something like that rather than you send me something from something completely different or unrelated yeah that's so useful to know thank you so much Lauren no worries nice to meet you thank you Ella hi uh hi Lauren well oh there you are hello hi uh, um, following it actually follows on quite well from what you were just saying it was actually about showreels um I know I read somewhere that you said that you know unless it's of good quality rather nothing kind of thing but I'm in the process of sorting out my showreel at the moment I've got some really old footage on there and I'm doing a tv job at the moment which hopefully I'll be able to use the footage for and stuff which is cool but my question is would you rather a showreel to show like obviously it has to be good quality but would you rather it show the body of someone's work of like a variety of what they've done or focus in and do one or two things that you know you fit the casting bracket for well yeah I probably would prefer in the first instance if I didn't know you to see something that lends itself well to your natural casting and then I suppose because what I don't like about the show wheels is how bitty they are. And it yeah. can be like, well, I can play this, that, 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 that. And before you know it, seven minutes is gone. Because mm-hmm. you can play so many different types of things rather than coming in really strong and saying, this is me. This is a fantastic piece that I've just done. This is what I'm mainly seen for. And then from then, once you land the job, 
and then the casting off starts to trust you as an actor and then you tend to get seen for different types of things got it great that's really i don't like real i don't like reels that much only because i'd rather see you do sure your own thing in the room but yeah so when emailing would you just suggest to not even if you're just not add your show role to you or i mean if you've got if you've got work that is sort of you know work from tv or networks or whatever mm-hmm. great i'd love to see it but what i worry about is when people go out and film their own sure. show reels or they're at home in front of the washing machine doing a monologue which mm-hmm. i've seen quite a lot then i think oh maybe not right. cheers thank you so much thanks ella follow me sorry did i butcher your name yeah, it's fine. It's Salome, but Salome. no one right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hi, Lauren. Nice to see you again. How's it going? You're not too bad. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Um, so my question is, what's the best way of getting seen by your office? Ooh. I mean, I don't know when I'm the one who gets them in. Um, it's a tricky one. I suppose I don't have any any sort of like logistical approach where it's a one size fits all. I'm very instinctive in my choices. Mm-hmm. It's all for me, all about the picture. So I feel like I'm quite visual. Like when a brief comes in, I see it in my head. If I, if, if, if I like a script, I'll visualize it immediately. And I can sort of see in my head like different types and where, where I think I want to go with it. So as soon as the suggestions come in I'm like boom 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 you know and that's all it is at the moment I don't click in to see what you've done or who your agent is or anything like that I just see good faces I don't care whether you've done 10 feature films or you know mm-hmm. independent or or a play or nothing um at the moment it's just I mean we're trying well we were trying during lockdown because we had more time in the office rather than being in casting sessions for four hours at a time yeah to get more people to tape and to explore more people um to sort of like build our you know sort of expand our thoughts really and build our database so we are definitely trying to see more people um but yeah I suppose (laughs) yeah it's just when it's the right fit then but yeah do do send your like to me I can't always respond I've got like 500 unread emails which is driving me insane but I see them <laughs> I have like sent you even like photos of my cats I have to I say. know I've, yes and I've got you because that's where I recognize your name I was like yes I've seen but I just need to find the right thing for you it will come it's logged Oh, I would love to. And Lauren, and, the, and another question that I have just crossed my mind now uh, regarding what you were saying. Do you think that because of what's happening right now uh, with COVID and et cetera, mm-hmm. um, it's important to clarify, am I fully vaccinated because of productions oh, and all of that? I don't know. We've not had anything on our productions to say that they must people must be double vaccinated. We've mm-hmm. not had anything like that. Everyone's still testing. We've had plenty of people, or we've had plenty of days where we've had to stand people down because people just assumed they were vaccinated and they weren't. And then, but it's, I don't know. I mean, I've not heard that anything's going to come in to say that you can only come on set if you're double vaccinated. I mean, I that see. feels a bit crazy, but who knows? Who knows where they're going? But yeah, the people, whenever I've gone into town in this weird world, I've not asked the question. <laughs> Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, thank choice. you very much. No, thank you very much. It's so nice to see you. You too. Bye. May. Hi. Hello. Hi. I just want to say firstly, like, thank you so much for coming on. And how are you? Oh, good. Oh, not at all. Thank you for coming on. Oh, by the way, just before I ask any questions. I noticed you have a runny nose. If you have half a shot of lemon, that's literally like it'll take it away straight away. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it as soon as I finish this. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm good with my herbal <laughs> remedies, no problem. Thank you. I've got one in the fridge, I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it works wonders. Um but yeah, it's sort of similar to the other question. Would you prefer just because I don't have a showreel yet? so I don't actually have like enough experience yet 
I do have a few self tapes or I could record some just for you to have a look at if you would have a look. But would you prefer me to just send like a CV and a headshot? Even though I don't have a professional headshot yet, but I'm booking the appointment. Would you prefer to just be sent the CV and headshot and then and then a specific self tape later on or just a self tape for you to just sort of have a look? I'm fine with just a CV and a headshot and it doesn't have to be a professional one. Um, just a CV and a photo of how you look now would be great. Don't worry about anything else because if if you fit the brief, then I'd rather yeah. just get you in and then see how you respond to the material I've given you, which is right for the piece. Um, so don't worry about anything else. Um, if I ever needed to see what you were like, I could always send you a sample scene, which is what mm -hmm. I did a lot of over the summer. It's just say, oh, well, if I want to see you act, I'll, I'll send this across to you. So don't worry about having to provide anything. That's all good. All right, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, also, do you have any um, like overall tips on, just because when I email or message casting directors, I don't want to overly do it to the point where I'm annoying because I, obviously I know that you guys get a lot of emails and stuff. So kind of how, how what's... The, the freak, um, how frequent, frequency, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one. I suppose I usually say that send it across, and then if you have something new, whether it's like an invite to a show or a new headshot, then send it across again. Say, look, I've updated this, but otherwise, you can just sort of let it let it be because then yeah. because our main skill, our only bloody skill, <laughs> is to remember things. Yeah, have really good memories and you remember names and when that email starts to come in all the time you're like ah oh, it's them again like you start to remember their name but for the wrong reasons so oh, I yeah. it's just we, every time it comes in if you're not right for something we're doing at that moment we'll log it we'll remember it we'll remember a face or a name and we'll find you so yeah I think it's just sort of let the universe do its thing and I think mm -hmm. otherwise every six months maybe Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. No worries. Lorena. Thank you, Charlie. Hi, Lauren. Uh, nice meeting you. Oh, hello. I want to ask you if you're not represented and I'm sending an email to you, is that something that would stop you from uh, aborting, from, from talking to me or sending me something? I mean, no. is representation important? I mean, sort of, because it's someone working for you all the time without you having to do it yourself. So it is, yes. you know, it is, if you can get representation, it's good. It just takes the burden off you and the stress of it. But I mean, I would never not see someone because they weren't represented if I thought that they were right. Like we've, we've booked plenty of people before where we've just gone and they've had to do their own deals, which is fine if you're happy to do it. But I mean, it doesn't make any difference to us. It's probably just an easier time because we haven't got a deal with some cheeky agents. <laughs> Thank you very much, Laura. No worries. Um, uh, Theo. You're on mute, Theo. Hello, do you hear me now? Yes. Hello, Hello. Lauren. Hello. Great. It's nice to meet you here. Well, it's, to be honest, it's my first time joining this kind of uh, online online event with casting directors. Oh, well, nice. so I have a question about diversity in the industry. Would like to share your opinion. So first, uh, because I came across quite a lot of different productions, and when there are some actors, they speak Chinese lines because I have Chinese roots. So what I hear is that the to be honest, they're Chinese. Their Chinese are crap. Basically, as a Chinese, you can't really know what they are saying in terms of Chinese. So I was wondering how serious in the casting director industry regarding different languages and cultural background, because I have a Chinese journalistic background as well. So I've, sometimes I just can't help it. Could I correct this for you? Because sometimes the show is just terrible because you can't oh, no. really know what they're what saying. Are you so that's why I'm thinking. Um, well, there are quite a lot of different shows in the US, in the UK, when then actors, with different ethnicity actors, they can't really leave for Chinese lines. So that's why, well, because in, in vice versa, if an uh, actor cannot deliver, 
proper English lines. I'm quite sure you will not get him or her into the cast. But this is not true in another language. So that's why I'm wondering how uh, casting directors um, look at this issue. Yeah, because, I mean, well, that's the thing. Quite it's, it's, production like this. Yeah. It's not a casting thing, but, you know, it's it's writers, showrunners, producers who will set it and then they'll say, okay, so you need to find someone who can speak this language and you know, they're this ethnicity, you're like, right, okay. Mm. And then I, mm. you might say to them, okay, well, I don't speak the language. So are you going to translate it? Or are we going to put something in place to facilitate this? Um, you know, because I feel like years ago, even when I was working in this industry, it was a bit of a looser thing, if that makes sense. And nowadays it's like authenticity is key. And you, I mean, I, I hope you're not watching anything that's been made in the last like couple of years, because that's quite frightening. But it's totally key. And I, I mean, my role as a casting director would just be to ensure that we have a, if, if the writer isn't writing their own language, that there's a consultant on board so that everything is above board and mm. proper and legitimate. <laughs> and then there was actually someone who could come in to ensure that it is being delivered appropriately, because that's definitely not me, unless it's Welsh. And then I'd still be a little bit dodgy because I haven't spoken it for years. So yeah, I, I hope and pray that everyone would have mm. the same approach nowadays where it would have to be delivered, you know, authentically. Yeah, because sometimes I think uh, uh, it's about the, uh, the language. It's not about just the language, it's the, mm. as you said, authenticity. So yeah. like another previous um, audience mentioned about relatability, it's very important in the industry. For me, like a new migrant to this country, I might have weaker relatability to the local audience here. So do you have any general advice for migrant actors like me so that we can get more relatability or, or do you have other direction that you may say, mm. well, this meal is not for you, you have something else better for you, you just need to squeeze yourself into that particular channel so what is your opinion i hope that in this climate and where we have a push for representation and especially we have a lot of things shooting here in the uk that might be international shows that actually the briefs aren't as restricted as they used to be so that they can open up now and a lot of roles are any ethnicity any heritage they don't have to be you know so you don't have to specify an accent or a race because the role doesn't demand it, if that makes sense. So you shouldn't feel as restricted mm. as maybe you once felt. Um, that's all I see. Yeah, because I've been always asked to deliver American accents. So that's why I'm practicing for American accents. Okay. So that's um, why I was that still going back to the previous one is yeah, it will oh. be helpful to, to have to have that. But my hope is that actually there will be plenty of things available to you in your in your own natural accent. But it's always good if you can to practice other accents because it will just open up your casting okay. bracket. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a good I skill to have. Thank you very much. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Julia. Hi. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, I, I, I had no idea that I was um, uh, going to ask my question now, which is very interesting what Theo asked for me. It's, it's really, really interesting. So now I have a question, but I also want to say um, I, I really feel what he says. Um, and that's, I think it's a very, it's a large conversation. So, mm -hmm. but um, it's so interesting when, you know, it goes into authenticity of language. Uh, anyway, uh, my question was, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of The One, the show um, oh, yeah. that you cast, and uh, I was wondering how was the process for you of casting um, for a multilingual show like The One? Bec because I was so happy to see that there were actually um, quite a lot of um, you know, authentic um, um, international actors um, from, from Portugal, especially, I believe. And so how, how did you find them um, and maybe what is an ideal um, <laughs> introduction email that you might recommend when we get in touch with you as bilingual actors? Oh, I mean, just for that email to introduce yourself, just 
tell me everything you can about you that you think I might find helpful, useful. Um, so put that all in there, be great. And with the one, we were very lucky to get um, Lucy Lennox on board, who is a casting director based in, I think she in Barcelona, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. Barcelona, yeah. Barcelona. And um, so she would meet lots of different people and then she would send them to me and then I would sort of filter through and then send the team I select. So it was brilliant to meet so many different types of actors um, and expand our database of actors because we would just find it harder to, to reach those people who aren't based in the UK. There were plenty of actors that we could meet who were here, but it was great to have her knowledge of actors there. So that was set up because she'd done some work for um, for Netflix before. Yes. So that was really cool. So yeah, it's, it's, it's great to go beyond the casting directors in the UK as well, because you never know when we're going to do like a, a co-casting thing. Um, but you do, I wonder, do you, you, you do still look maybe a spotlight or for, um, oh, absolutely. Some, it might be that are based here, maybe, you know, and they have European passports and they, maybe they have yeah. double base. And like Jana Perez, she was, she was based here and we met her here. And then we sourced other, other actors who were based outside of the UK, but we saw plenty of people who were based in and around London or just the UK mm. in general. Right. Great. Thank you very much. No worries. James. Hi, thanks, Charlie. Hi, Lauren. Lovely to Hello, meet you. James. You too. So my question is, when you start on a new project and um, I suppose uh, producers might say there's a name attached to it already or they want you to find a big name, does that then free you up? Because they're the audience draw, does that free you up in your casting to get unknown people to support around them? Or would you go for people on the same calibre and then kind of filter it down how does that work it all depends sometimes the network will set the tone or the producer will and say this is what we want we would like star then very known British faces you know to sort of to fill all the maybe larger roles and then we can look into maybe someone who, who is more unknown it all depends on sex ed we had no pressure whatsoever to attach anyone with profile, not even Otis or Jean. It just so happened that whenever I do my list, I always tend to include people of, you know, sort of varying uh, experiences and profiles because mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. So yeah. on my uh, Jean list was, you know, Gillian and then some, you know, maybe lesser known actresses as well, or some maybe international actresses, because you just, you never know, especially at the beginning, you don't know the tone of the piece. You don't know where you're going to set it or what other people are thinking. So it's all like a basis to, to discuss and to build upon. But I certainly love to meet new people or people who have worked for years, but maybe not had the vehicle to launch them. I'm really all for that and tend to be a little bit pedantic about it to my own detriment but I just think why not some people are so obsessed with getting a name but I'm like well if they're good they're gonna fly and the show's gonna do really well from it so yeah it all depends what they want oh my god this is what you were talking about Charlie about cutting things out because I'm saying naughty things it's all right though isn't it that's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah we we sort of we see well, we suggest, you know, lots of different types of people, but they'll usually set the tone. We're not the gatekeepers, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, Lauren. Thanks, Joyce. Uh, Kat. Hello. Uh, what's up, Doc? I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, Love that. Hello, my, my name is uh, Kay Kapildev. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Batiklo, Sri Lanka. Uh, so... My question is, the, what is your advice for international actors who are not located in the UK, who mostly don't have like uh, resources to, even though it's the internet, we can Google search and find everything, but mostly like going to the searches, even though the links are not appropriately set into our domain. And we don't usually run into a lot of Western or any shows or any other links to departments as well. So how would an international actor would approach a casting director 
Um, is there is there any agencies always look in look out for international actors? Uh, even like Charlie's uh, Instagram was uh, he followed me somehow and I watched a live stream and then I discovered what was happening uh, in his website and everything and I found this uh, charity casting. So it's always like nitpicking for us, like buzzards picking. So what would your advice be for someone who's an international background? So an international background looking for more opportunities of how yes. to get into different projects? Yes, in the UK, mostly right now I'm focused on the UK because it's, okay. it's much more of a friendly environment. And I uh, think it's just doing what you're doing. For example, finding Charlie or following things like Backstage or looking on IMDb um, to see what's in development, watching a lot of UK TV and finding who the casting office is. You can always find their casting um, emails online emailing them letting them know that you're around there's lots of agencies actually like boutique agencies in the uk who specifically look after international actors i think there is one actually called international actors london they're really good um so it'd be worth getting in touch with them as well um but yeah i mean social media is a big one twitter insta there's loads of accounts that you can follow where uh, people do, especially more casting directors are doing searches on on things like Twitter now, open calls, especially looking for international actors because it's it's a harder brief to find um, here. So I think it's just keep researching, keep doing all this stuff, keep following as much as you can, keep watching all the different casting offices and their, you know, or listening to their podcasts or watching their live Zooms. Just keep doing what you're doing. And if, if we were to send an email, do you prefer like long emails or do you do you have to be very short and very brief? Not really short, but sort of like, you know, precise. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just not, it's just, it, this screen life is just not for me. And now it's become such an admin heavy job since the pandemic where I'm not in the room with people anymore. So I'm just glued to the screen all day. So just keep it as a brief, definitely tell me about yourself, but, you know, not and, pages and, pages. and like showreels is that mostly like uh the jobs that i've done is that usually using green screen and some of the international projects that are available that i was able to shot uh, here at my home and mostly i did one project that i was able to uh book a cameraman and do an international project for the us but these are like these are very very small projects that i'm really involved with uh yeah. some of them non-paid but they just uh, they just pay after they after i've done all the hard work sometimes uh, so if I like uh, put them in the show, would that be good or we just go with the headshot and a resume? For my office, we prefer to CV and headshot and then to see you do your thing with something that we feel is right for you. Other offices might be very different. Like Charlie says, you can watch on the website and see which offices like showreels. But for me, CV and headshot would be enough. Mm. Uh, yeah. Then one final note, are you accepting international actors in your agency? Well, I don't have an agency. Um, I mean, like the casting. I mean, it all depends. It depends what I'm doing next, and it depends what we need, what kind of roles and things. And um, so I just need work, and then I'll let you know. Good <laughs> chap. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Charlie. That's all, folks. Peace. Bye. Um, so there are quite a few hands and um, we're approaching quarter two. Thank so all, all I'll say is um, it'd, be, it'd be lovely to get, get through ev everyone if we can. So we can just limit it to one question from now on. And um, that'd be, I'd be really grateful. Thank you. All right. So let's go, Sophie. Uh, hi. hi. Nice to meet you. Is that? Yeah, it's me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I was wondering, because I have... I've got an, an accent and if I get a self-tape saying hey do this do this role without telling me which accent I should do I would instinct uh instinct instinctively go for my own accent right or should I try to pretend to be American or uh like put on my English accent or something <laughs> ask the question always don't oh, okay. be shy to go back and ask the question because we'll always then you know say if it specifically needs to be like working class London yeah. then we'll send it across and if it can be ended we'll say native accent so don't okay. be afraid to ask any okay. questions you've got because we want you to be armed with all the information to do as good a tape as possible don't think that we are these like insanely unobtainable unreachable beings we're really not we're, okay. you know we're all working together so don't be shy ask away all right 
Thank you. Sola. Yes, good evening. Uh, question, how do you as a casting director get attached to projects? Oh, I wish I bloody knew. I hope I'd be working a bit more, really. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of it is, um, since sex ed, if people like sex ed and like my work on that, they might call me in and ask me to do something else. I get asked to do a lot of teen things, as you can imagine now, um, which is great. But um, yeah, I think if people like my work or sometimes Nina is really great and rec recommends me for things or Rob Stern, um, they're really nice and people send things my way. Yeah, but it's, it's sort of like word of mouth. Cool. Yeah, or reputation. Thank you. No. Hey. It's time mute for us, Liv. Oh, you said Liv, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I missed it. Hi. Hello, Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so nice to meet you, by the way. Um, so basically this year, well, kind of last year and this year, I decided to train in musical theatre, having right. previously only really done straight acting stuff. So straight acting, pure, I don't know. Um, and then since graduating, um, I don't know, I've been sort of confronted with this reality that, a lot of people don't see musical theatre actors as real actors kind of thing. So stupid people. I can see yeah. Carolyn as well rolling her eyes. <laughs> Hello, Carolyn. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just really frustrating because, I mean, I'm sure like everyone on this call wants to do a bit of everything. Um, and I love acting for screen as much as singing on the stage. So I guess I'm just asking you, maybe if you have any advice on how to avoid being typecast, how to avoid being sort of stuck. In Honestly, I'm so frustrated for you. My blood is boiling. It's just insane because it's acting for God's sake. And it's just, an, it's just a, another skill. And I just don't understand where it's like, oh, well, a, a musical theater actor and a straight actor. No, it's just different types of skills. It's like, doing drama and comedy it's it just blows my mind and I'm a massive musical theatre fan like I love it it's my favourite thing and I would much rather go to a, a, a musical than I would straight theatre I just love it but also think of course you're incredibly multi-talented doing acting singing and dancing at once at a level that's appropriate so I say some people might have a hang-up they shouldn't and if they do please tell them but we don't have that in our office I, and I, I hope I remember when I worked at Nina's when we did Les Mis and I think there was sort of a snobbery at one point maybe oh, I, I think that's, I, that's where I knew you from but your yeah. name it wasn't that no I changed my name bloody I thought then that I was going insane yeah. I thought that was it um and I think that sort of expelled anything that they were two different types of actors if that makes sense yeah. Yeah, so I think that did a lot, but um, I hope that you're not getting any sort of negative feedback from it. You shouldn't be. Okay, thank you so much. That was really helpful. No worries. Robin. Hi, lovely to see you. Thank you so Hello, much. Hello, you too. Not Hi. at all. Um, I wanted to ask, um, earlier on you said one of the unfortunate things about self-tapes is that you can't really, it's more difficult to get an idea of our vibe as people as well as actors. So I was wondering, is there anything that we can do to show a bit more of ourselves as us in our self-tapes? Mm, good question. Um, I mean, I hope that the tape itself might show us a sense of your personality. Um, but it is difficult without sending something, like, you know, some people send like an ID and then it goes on forever. Yeah. Like, hi, I like playing squash and I play tennis on the weekend and then that, which I just find a little bit off-putting. But um, I suppose it's maybe just trying to get as sort of where possible your personality across within the piece itself. Or yeah. even in an ID where some people go like, some someone, I'm sure it was Hannah Waddingham, sent this was years ago in Game of Thrones and she sent a, um an ident and it was like hi I'm Hannah Waddingham I'm five foot nine and then it panned out she's like and I'm a whole lot of 
pregnant and it was just so funny and just so she's so magnetic and you just got an incredible sense just from doing a, a normal ident of yeah. what she was like and what a fun person she was and how wonderfully funny she would be on set so if you can add little you know pops of your personality and that would be really cool but I mean don't worry about it too much it's just sometimes we miss the whole when you come into the room and go oh they were really nice maybe so nice on set where we just need that extra bit of ammunition to try and change someone's mind yeah okay yeah. thank you so much oh nice Mike hiya um hopefully you can hear me my connection is a bit unstable can you hear me hello Yes. Hi. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? Good, um, my question is, <laughs> is a bit of a different question. Um, is, is there a specific show that you would have wished to be part of the casting process for? Yeah, Dairy Girls. Really? It's the best thing on TV. It's the best thing in life. And I just love it. And I could watch it time and time again. That, or maybe, oh my God, I could go on forever. Saved by the Bell, Sister, Sister. Um, Sister Act, um, Dirty Dancing, <laughs> Home Alone. Um, Dairy Girls is my one for the Motherland, just because I love the show so much. But I think Dairy Girls, I just love it so much. It's my go to happy place. It's just the best. Yeah, love it. Oh, amazing. Thanks. Nice. Charlie. Hi, lovely to meet you, Lauren. You too, hello. My question is, it's just a quick one. Um, I'm also graduating soon, uh, similar to Terry, I think. Um, and we're having an online showcase, which obviously I think is a very new COVID thing. Um, oh. Is that something we can send you an invite to or would you prefer just the CV and headshot email? No, send me an invitation to it. That'd be great because we're just putting together a spreadsheet of all the dates that we need to keep free to watch them. So yeah, send it across, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. No worries. Danny. Hey, Lauren. Danny Mosley. Oh my God. How are <laughs> I was you? I going to say, do you remember me? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. 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 Um, Renly Lad, one question. So okay. Um, <laughs> I want a question. Do you remember me? <laughs> no, well, my question was like. <laughs> do, I need to send you, do I need to send you my stuff? Because do you remember me? Like, should I send you my stuff? Because I haven't seen you in so long. So that was my first question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't seen you for ages. So I'd love to see anything that you've got that's updated. Cool. Did I see you on the other day? We had doctors the other day. Uh, you I your doctor's clip the other day. I, well, I had doctors and Dream of Mark's Black. So I don't know which one you saw. They were both on BBC. So... I saw doc you in doctors the other day because someone was someone was dying. Was it your father was dying? But he or some no, that's it. Your sister was dying, wasn't it? That uh, but you oh no, father wished it was you. What was that? No, no, that wasn't my storyline. That was someone else. Come I was on. watching you. What was that then? <laughs> no, I don't know. You but... were having a confrontation with someone. Oh yeah, because my son needed to go somewhere and I'd been ill and that's really long. Anyway, I don't want to waste anyone's time. Sorry. Okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, but one of the questions, I'd, I'm sorry if you've said this before because anyway, but amazing that you've been working with Nina Gold, freaking amazing. And I wanted to ask what, like, what three top things did you learn as a casting director from working with Nina that you've now oh. moved on and like, yes, I've learned that. So now I'm going to move that with my career and I'm going to make sure I do this. Oh my God. I mean, she taught me everything. Um, Nina actually taught me to be, you would never, you would never think it, but Nina Gold, like the Nina Gold, is the nicest, loveliest, sweetest lady. Um, really not intimidating, really encouraging, so nice. And everyone's always very surprised when they meet her that she's just so lovely. Um, and I think, I mean, I can only try and be as great and gracious as she is and patient because I'm really not um but I don't know she does all these things that I just feel are completely unobtainable like Nina has a photographic memory where she can scan an email for 10 seconds and then she can recall it in like three months and I'm like I don't know how you do that yeah it's pretty amazing she can just do everything but I think um I sort of also look to her because she's a mum of two 
and she also has the job and has a really fantastic career I think maybe she taught me to pick things that felt right for me and to follow a path that felt you know authentic for me and rather than just take every job that came my way and sort of guide my career the way I wanted to go um and to really encourage actors and give them time and to be a good reader the other side of camera yeah and to be patient I think yeah good to you. and everything else but yeah amazing. she's brilliant amazing I'm glad nice to see you <laughs> um Robert Hi Lauren, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. What's your surname? Agadoto. Agadoto. Fantastic. Yes, I it's can. Great, isn't it? It's so good. Um, my question's about self-tapes, and it kind mm. of feeds onto what someone was saying about your identity. Because sometimes you get some mad self-tapes through, like, like there'll be a stage direction, like he like like takes a bullet from out his shoulder, and it's sure. they're like crazy stage directions and things like that. When you have tapes like that, can you do? Are you do you like it when actors go, okay, I'm going to be a bit creative with this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and see what I can do with it, and even go maybe further. Like if there's a scene in the kitchen, maybe actually trying to do the scene, or are you one of those one of those casting directors that prefers sit down, white wall, speak? It's a funny one because it has to feel appropriate for like the tone of the scene um and I suppose that's that's your interpretation of it for example in the pandemic we asked this guy to tape and he was chopping something in the kitchen in the scene and he was getting angrier and angrier and he actually did it oh and it was so incredibly powerful and I was messed in the director like oh my god the way he's cutting that courgette is insane I'm so scared <laughs> and I don't know if we would have had that same reaction if he was just sat there yeah you know not actually doing anything yeah. but then yeah. there's times where people want to jump up and down or sit you know especially when it was Game of Thrones people <laughs> just sit at the end of these big you know long antique tables you couldn't uh -huh. even see them or they'd be wearing like a rug across them do you know what I mean and that yeah. sometimes takes you out of it a little bit so I think it's just I mean everything has to be adjusted for casting purposes because yeah. we want to see you acting but I think you have to use your own judgment and whatever it is whether it is you in the kitchen not a busy kitchen if you've got like red and pink tiles which I think would be amazing but maybe mm. not for a casting tape not too busy but I think things like, you know, if you were trying to pull a bullet from your arm, I don't know how you would get that across without doing some sort of action there, if that makes sense. Yeah. You've just got to make it feel appropriate for this little screen that they've given you. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Laura. But again, ask questions. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chris. Hello, Hiya, Chris. how are you doing? You all right? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, good. Um, I've got a little question about self-tapes as well, because um, when they've been coming through and they're, they're big and they're, they're juicy and you can, you can get your teeth into them, mm. it's almost easier to, to do it. Whereas when sometimes I've been getting day player roles for things um, and you're like, oh, that's, how do you show yourself? How, how do you do it without oh going over the top? You're like, it's four lines, what, what am I doing? It's yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, it's totally horrendous. And I really, I really sympathize with you. That's, that's spot on. And when I used to do workshops, we would do, you know, we do the scenes and everyone would deliver it. And right at the end, we do a one line exercise where we give everyone the same line. And it would be something like, I'm afraid it's not good news. He's just passed or something like that. Or turn that bloody music down at three in the morning. And everyone would have to come and deliver it once. Because it's, it's so much harder. You get no context. You don't know if you're hitting it, you're pitching it right. Um, but I suppose when it comes to like the one-liners or the, again, ask questions, if they've got any more information that they can give you, um, if you can see any more of the script and then just try and keep it as, if it warrants it, neutral as you can. We just want to see that you're a good actor, mostly in those 
types of roles unless it's something like overtly comedic and then you need to make sure that you land the comedy yeah. and the joke but it is so much harder to do a day player role than it is to do like three pages yeah because I remember I got one through once and it was that thing of I want to ask a question but I don't want to go who the hell is this guy it's two lines no, get on ask the question because we all know it's so much harder to do and we're like oh god how am I gonna because we don't know if we're pitching it right I tend to be in the in the room and then I say like let's try it like this let's try it like this mm. okay now like this because I'd actually I'll send them all across because I don't know where they want to pitch it Ooh, so don't okay. be shy to ask questions it's all good Good advice. Thank you very much. Cheers. No worries. So that is nine o'clock on the dot. How many have we got left? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Maybe a couple more. Oh my God. I can't uh, see all those. That's gone down to six now. Someone's. Oh no, it's still seven. Yeah, it's seven. What should we, how, should we do a couple more and then? Let's do a couple more. Yeah, sure. Okay. Carolyn. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, it's nice to see you. You too. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Very, very well. Um, I would love to use this opportunity because as you were saying for yourself, everything being online now and self-tapes, it's hard to know personalities. Mm -hmm. And from the actor's point of view, you know, we always have a habit of putting productions and people up on pedestals and being too scared to approach you yeah so this would be a lovely opportunity if you can share something about how your office works any quirks or how you work as a team just something oh to God. kind of get that insight of you as normal people because I think it really helps us ground ourselves for auditions oh god you would hate to know it's how I'd love to know <laughs> Fly Melissa on the and I operate basically <laughs> on a whatsapp voice note kind of um so every day we just send each other and we send each other terrible memes and gifts um but it's really informal Melissa and I really love actors we love what we do we're really passionate about it and sometimes like I said earlier to our own detriment where we get too invested and then we get upset when the people that we really love and have championed don't get the part um but that's all part of it we really like what we do um we're always, um, Melissa and I will go into the night watching things and saying, oh my God, have you seen so-and-so on TV and blah, blah. Well, what we really pride ourselves on is that we really champion people and we really encourage actors. I'll say it's on myself, but we're really good in the room. We're good to read opposite. Um, we give actors a lot of stuff. But in terms of quirks, in terms of quirks, we're just two jaded birds who... <laughs> <laughs> really like casting <laughs> and we love love of huns that's our favorite thing to talk about all day is love of huns on insta do you follow them no but i will what oh my god does anybody else follow love of huns oh my god so i'm writing good. it down it's the best love of huns what else is there the muff report <laughs> all those cool things it's just we send each other lots of things like that i love it Brilliant. yeah <laughs> Thank you. No uh, Sophie. Hi, Lauren. Nice to meet you. You too. Um, my question is, um, if you're looking, because I'm also a, I'm also graduating this year from drama school. Congrats. Um, thank you. And if you're looking at like new actors or um, casting graduates who maybe don't have any credits yet, um, and someone's been submitted submitted for a role or has applied for a role in something that you're casting what are you going off of when you're casting someone that you haven't been able to see in anything? Um, like what is kind of making you want to call someone in? It, it depends. Sometimes it's a look, sometimes it's a recommendation, sometimes it's just wanting to see who's out there, see who the new grads are. The, the good thing with sex ed is that we look for actors in their early 20s to play down. So it's basically all the grads. So it's been a fantastic excuse just to get in there and see everyone. Um, it's been really great. But people like, who do we cast straight out of drama school? Mirren Mack came straight out of Lambda. I didn't see any of her shows at all, but we just got her in and she was fantastic. And that's why I say when I haven't seen a reel or seen you, you know, anything that you've done or a self-tape, but then you come in with a, a piece of text from the show, you do your thing. That's all I need to see. Um, 
so yeah I definitely want to see all the grads we're hoping to watch all the showcases um getting our spreadsheet ready so yeah but please send all your stuff through to me as well thank you so much yeah we also have a showcase coming up so I'll send it through to you send it across thank you great okay so, look thank you so much for coming on board and it was really fun and it was really genuine and honest so thanks for that and some really good questions as well so yeah thank great you questions. thank you guys for being so eloquent in that run at it shouting do as he says run at it shouting ah.